Good evening, everyone. To open our meeting tonight, Shardell, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 12. Arise, ye people, take your stand. Cast out your idols from the land. Above all doctrine, form, or creed is found the truth that meets your need. Christ's promise stands. They that believe his work shall do, his power receive. Hymn number 12. If you'd like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and from the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that and find the place that says click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. 
You do so, and that's where you'll find them. And the theme for tonight is the glory of God. And the readings will now be given by Fairley from Maryland. The Bible, Psalms, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Yea, they shall sing in the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord shall endure forever. The Lord shall rejoice in his works. I will sing unto the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have my being. Isaiah The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Arise, shine, for the light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. The sun shall be no more thy light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto thee. But the Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy God thy glory. Leviticus It came to pass on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel, and he said unto Aaron, Take thee a young calf for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering without blemish, and offer them before the Lord. And unto the children of Israel thou shalt speak, saying, Take ye a kid of the goats for a sin offering, and a calf and a lamb, both of the first year without blemish, for a burnt offering. Also a bullock and a lamb for peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord, and a meat offering mingled with oil. For today the Lord will appear unto you. And they brought that which Moses commanded before the tabernacle of the congregation, and all the congregation drew near and stood before the Lord. And Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord commanded that you should do, and the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. Second Corinthians For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Romans Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, 
by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may be with one mind and one mouth. Glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore receive ye one another, as Christ also received us, to the glory of God. Revelation And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Earth's beauty and glory delude as the shrine, or fount of real joy and of visions divine. But hope, as the eaglet that spurneth the sod, may soar above matter to fasten on God, and freely adore all his spirit hath made, where rapture and radiance and glory ne'er fade. He alone ascends the hill of Christian science, who follows the way-shower, the spiritual presence and idea of God. Whatever obstructs the way, causing to stumble, fall, or faint, those mortals who are striving to enter the path, divine love will remove and uplift the fallen and strengthen the weak. Therefore, give up the earth waves and observe the apostles' admonition. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those which are before, then loving God supremely and thy neighbor as thyself, thou wilt safely bear thy cross up to the throne of everlasting glory. Every loss in grace and growth spiritual since time began has come from injustice and personal contagion. Had the ages helped their leaders to and let them alone in God's glory, the world would not have lost the science of Christianity. What went ye out for to see? A person or a principle? Whichever it be determines the right or the wrong of this following. A personal motive, gratified by sense, will leave one a reed shaken with the wind, whereas helping a leader in God's direction and giving this leader time and retirement to pursue the infinite ascent, 
the comprehending of the divine order and consciousness in science, will break one's own dream of personal sins, heal disease, and make one a Christian scientist. When the hearts of Christian scientists are woven together, as are their names in the web of history, earth will float majestically heaven's heraldry and echo the song of angels. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Our Heavenly Father never destined mortals who seek for a better country to wander on the shores of time disappointed travelers, tossed to and fro by adverse circumstances, inevitably subject to sin, disease, and death. Divine love waits and pleads to save mankind and awaits with warrant and welcome, grace and glory the earth-weary and heavy-laden, who find and point the path to heaven. Through the wholesome chastisements of love, we are helped onward in the march towards righteousness, peace, and purity, which are the landmarks of science. Beholding the infinite tasks of truth, we pause, wait on God, then we push onward until boundless thought walks enraptured and conception unconfined is winged to reach the divine glory. The world would collapse without mind, without the intelligence which holds the winds in its grasp. Neither philosophy nor skepticism can hinder the march of the science which reveals the supremacy of mind. The eminent sense of mind power enhances the glory of mind. Nearness, not distance, lends enchantment to this view. Glory be to God and peace to the struggling hearts. Christ has rolled away the stone from the door of human hope and faith. And through the revelation and demonstration of life in God, has elevated them to possible at one with the spiritual idea of man and his divine principle, love. It rejoices me that you are recognizing the proper course, unfurling your banner to the breeze of God, and sailing over rough seas with a helm in his hands. Steering thus, the waiting waves will weave for you their winning webs of life in looms of love that line the sacred shores. The right way wins the right of way, even the way of truth and love, whereby all our debts are paid, mankind blessed, and God glorified. May these words of the scriptures comfort you. The Lord shall be unto thee an everlasting light, and thy God thy glory. The city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. 
for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, giving un thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. You were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 82. God is working his purpose out as year succeeds to year. God is working his purpose out and the time is drawing near. Nearer and nearer draws the time, the time that shall surely be when the earth shall be filled with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Hymn number 82.
Good evening and welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly Wednesday evening testimony meeting for Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. Welcome one and all. At all of our services and meetings, we read from the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. We actually have quite an outreach from our church, primarily through our various websites, many of which are in foreign languages. As a result, uh, we do reach people across the world. Indeed, people from all over the world have found us. And we're thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. I would like to encourage you to browse through our websites, whichever language suits you. We have so much in the way of healing material that's offered for your reading, studying, and listening. And it all comes free of charge. And it all comes with the love of this church. There's a couple of items that I'd like to uh, point out that we're featuring on the home page of our English website. One of them is an article entitled, The Proof of Love by Willis F. Gross. If you've ever had any question in your mind, what is it that we love God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and our neighbor as ourself? Please read this article. It explains it very clearly. And also, I'm very happy to announce that our most recent issue of our magazine, Love is the Liberator, is being featured on our homepage. The theme of this issue is Be Not Afraid. I highly recommend Read, Love is the Liberator. It is just spectacular. And one more thing before we go on. Our most recent issue of Forum Highlights was mailed out just recently. So if you are a mailing subscriber, please check your mailbox soon. It'll be arriving shortly if you don't have it already. Okay. I will now, oh, I haven't mentioned about Sunday yet. Join us every Sunday. We start here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion, our church service at 11 o'clock, and our Sunday school. We offer a wonderful Sunday school for children. It meets every Sunday at 11 a.m., and many of the students attend by telephone because we have a teleconference number that's exclusively dedicated for the Sunday school. That means that your child also can attend by telephone. Call up the church. We'll give you the number for the Sunday school, and we would love to welcome your child there. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. 
more than a mere rehearsal of blessings. It scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. <clears throat> now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering tonight. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your phone. But remember, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. <clears throat> and I will call on each of you one at a time by name. And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Janet. Janet from Georgia, go ahead. Thank you. I would like to thank uh, Fairway for those beautiful readings and also for the beautiful music this evening. Recently, my husband was trying to resolve problems with our insurance company and an inter internet service. In spite of many calls and a lot of time spent, he reached no solution. So this week he asked me if I would try to contact them. He gave me all of the information and I called the insurance company first. When I reached the representative, I told her that I had four issues that I needed help with. I explained the first problem and we talked briefly. And the next thing I heard her say was, I found the problem. I have the solution. And then, to my surprise, in such a joyous voice, she said, Thank you, Jesus. We both, both of us were related, and I, I told her that just before I called her, I prayed. We went on to the remaining problems, and they were all resolved quickly. I then called the internet service, and that also was taken care of quickly. I was extremely grateful, and I was reminded on page 180 of Science and Health where Mrs. Eddy states, man knows that with God all things are possible. And I was thinking about that statement. I realized she says all things are possible, not some things, not a few things all things. This experience was just wonderful proof to me of that statement, and I'm so grateful for it. I'm grateful that I'm attending this beautiful church, which is teaching us how to demonstrate Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science. I'm so grateful to our Father, Mother, God, to Christ Jesus, to our dear leader, Mary Baker Eddy, and I'm so grateful for the support of my practitioner. Thank you so much. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you for the beautiful music and thank you for the inspiring readings this evening. 
I too am so very grateful for this church where we are being taught Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science and how to watch and to pray correctly and practice these truths in our daily lives. One morning last week, we received a weather alert for severe thunderstorms, heavy rain, and possible tornadoes predicted for the area that I live later in the day. I began praying right away to know the allness of God and the nothingness of error. I recalled reading in Christian Science, It's Clear, Correct Teachings by Herbert Eustace, that when dealing with any belief of a problem, it is always the same claim that we are dealing with, the belief that there is a mind apart from God. And since God is all, then he must include in his allness all that there is to the weather, the harmony and perfection of God. I held to and prayed with these powerful truths throughout the day. I really felt such a sense of peace come over me. And so that evening when we started receiving tornado warnings in our area, stating that we, where I lived, were in its direct path, I felt calm and peaceful, and I just kept holding to the truth. At that time, my husband was watching and tracking the tornado on our local news channel, and all of a sudden they announced that the tornado took a turn to the east of us, and it never touched down. We received a total of five additional tornado warnings that night, one right after the other as storm after storm rolled through. And although we had very heavy rain and thunder, the winds completely became calm, and I could see the trees becoming so still. As each warning was called, they were canceled, or they took another path. I just kept thanking God for his infinite love and presence and protection. We later saw on our local news a clip from a reporter covering the storm driving on the road where we live and showing pictures of the trees and commenting on how unbelievable it was that hardly a breeze was stirring where such severe storms were passing through. I am so deeply grateful to God for his ever-present help and protection. I'm so grateful for my practitioner's support, for all the prayers that I know were going on that day, and for all the material we are provided with here to meet our every need. I'm very grateful to be here this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Luann from New York, go ahead. Thank you. For about a year, I'd been troubled with my neighbor's loud muffler on his truck. Many nights a week, he would start it up and frighten me right out of sleep. I expressed to him many times that he had to change his muffler and stop waking me up every night. I was hoping he would come to his senses about it. This summer, with my window open at night, it really began to boil up inside of me about it. I began dwelling on ways to retaliate. I confronted him once again, and he responded by saying that he would make it even louder. I was so angry and frustrated that it was all I could think of all day long. Then my back began to tense up and became inflamed with pain. 
I could barely walk or stand. I called my practitioner and told her what was going on. She talked to me about keeping myself focused on God, his love, his protection, and knowing who I am in Christ. She said she said I should see my neighbor as God sees him. As she spoke, I could feel the stress and animosity leaving my thoughts. I worked with Psalm, the 91st Psalm and the Scientific Statement of Being as given by Mary Baker Eddy in Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures. Over the next two days, I was not just healed from the pain, but strengthened with the whole armor of God. Since then, I moved 9,000 pounds of fireplace stones from my driveway to my backyard with a new song in my heart. I feel no resentment at all towards my neighbor, for I know that God is working in my life and in his. With my thoughts cleared of all the turmoil, I have been more open to God's direction as I work on my summer project. Years ago, this would not have been possible. But because of Christian science and the prayerful work of my practitioner, I feel a tremendous change has come over me. Many times I think, what have I done to deserve such love? In the past, I would never have said, I am deeply thankful for life. I am so grateful to God, Mary Baker Eddy, and my practitioner for all I have been given. Thank you very much. Thank you. Luba. Luba from Ohio. Go ahead. I'm so grateful for all I'm learning here at the Plainfield Church. Through the years, I have experienced many healings and a greater understanding of the truth that Mrs. Eddy brought to the world. I'm especially grateful to my practitioner for her patience and persistence in no matter what error I may encounter. And the truth always wins. Thank you so much for the music and the readings, and I'm so very, very grateful to be here this evening. Thank you. Patricia from Canada, go ahead. This is from my diary. A friend asked me if her younger sister, who was moving to Toronto from Alberta, could come to stay with me, just until she could find a job in a bank, and afterwards... She'd look for her own place to live in, and I agreed. My friend further explained that her sister had been raised in Christian science, but was not always practicing it. One day, after work, I heard a loud scream from my visitor's room, so I went to see what the problem was. Her face was covered in spots, and she told me that several people in the bank had been sent home with chickenpox. She was shaking in fright and told me that she was terrified that her face might be scarred since she had contacted chickenpox as an adult and that she might become so pockmarked that no man would want to marry her. I asked her, do you want me to take you to a doctor, a clinic or a hospital? you want me to call a Christian science practitioner to pray for you? Or do you want me to pray for you? She asked me to pray for her. I shared ideas about contagion, explaining 
that God, good, is the only cause and creator. Matter is not cause. I did a lot of concordance work in the Bible in science and health, praying as I went along. In No and Yes, uh, written by Mary Baker Eddy, on page 8, it states, We can rejoice that every germ of goodness will at last struggle into freedom and greatness. Wow, case closed, I thought. Germ is a four-letter word, a good four-letter spiritual word, like wheat germ. The germ of God's creating is the only true germ there is. The word germ used correctly is not a bad word. We want to have God's germs of spirituality, which are highly contagious. The next day, she was completely healed. Praise God for this healing. My gratitude to God for Jesus' example, Mary Baker Eddy's revelation of Christian science, and for the exhilarating teaching and website offered by the dedicated workers at the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. Thank you. Thank you. Craig. <laughs> so many choices. I, I wanted to give gratitude for those beautiful readings by Fairley. All glory to God who's done so much for so many ever. <laughs> and we see in this church, uh, I want to give gratitude for our Sunday school, which everybody everywhere is well, are welcome. And as Bruce said, can be called in. Each class is tailored to, to the children. They are little ones, nursery, and young adults. And I had the privilege of participating as a, a leader in the young adults. And to my great joy, oh, with uh, Florence and Shardell, I've been noticing over the last, I guess, six to eight months, one of the children, or young adults, who's difficult articulating it, his desires or his speech has increasingly gotten clearer and clearer and more enthusiastic as the weeks have gone on and it's just been a joy. They would call him special ed in certain places, but he's just showing that he's special in a, in a good way. And uh, he just blossoming. I could just hear it clearly each time that he really <clears throat> enjoys being with us and enjoys doing the Lord's Prayer and singing the hymns and, and <clears throat> recognizing his own identity, that he's capable and, he, and he's showing it. And it just makes me feel good every time I leave. It's, uh, it's beautiful to witness this child peek through out of the way of the eggshell of material beliefs that have been laid on him to articulate his thoughts so much clearer. He understands God, he's God's creation, and can communicate, can articulate perfectly. The supportive Sunday school where each child feels good and capable and loved. And Christian science is so simple, any child can understand and practice it. As in Genesis 1, 
says all that God made is good. And no matter what else, <clears throat> this is all they need to know, no matter whatever else has occurred. I thank God for Mary Baker Reddy for finding, discovering, and, and sharing this most powerful truth. Many of the parents of the children in our Sunday school get practitioner support. So much of their growth for their children, their healings, are, <clears throat> I'm sure, are because of this great healing work that's done here. Jeremy. I am grateful for all I have learned in Plainfield. I gave a testimony last week about how Christian science has, and this church has helped me to trust God with the past, present, and future. I wanted to add a little more this week. Through the years, I've had many people leave my life for different reasons. Some were from moving a lot as a kid and an adult. Some were from simply growing apart, and some were from them passing. My gratitude tonight is for how Christian Science and practitioner support have helped me to understand that everything that is good and right can never pass away for any reason. God is eternal, and therefore all those qualities that he expressed through each individual are eternal as well. Whatever I've learned of kindness, joy, purpose, loyalty, Christian fellowship, and unself-love from everyone I've ever known is what they were able to reflect of those true ideas which come only from God. All of them, even if I can't currently call them up, are right now in the place that God has for them, learning the lessons they need to learn and doing the good that God has for them to do. And as I go through my day and I encounter those God-given qualities and others, I see that none of us can be parted from God. I can't put into words the comfort this understanding gives me. I'm so grateful to this church for teaching this pure Christian science and sharing it freely with the world. It is wonderful to be a member and to be here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Dale from Virginia, go ahead. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for those wonderful readings on the glory of God. I'm very grateful for all that we learn in this independent Christian science church. It says in the Bible to know God and Jesus Christ is to have eternal life. And here we are taught to really know God, to imbibe his spirit, to have the mind of Christ. Well, the other day, we were embarking on a plumbing project involving removing broken fixtures and installing new ones. I decided to take the definition of God, which is found in the Glossary of Science and Health by Mary Baker Eddy, and apply what it tells us of God. And since this is a much-used definition, I immediately had it with me. The first part of the definition says, quote, God, the great I am, the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-acting, all-wise, all-loving, and eternal, end quote. That's the first part of it. This tells me that God, the great I am, is right there and is in control. That the all-knowing knows exactly what and how this project needs to proceed. And by reflection, his idea, man, knows as well. 
the all-seeing, sees every detail and doesn't miss a step and guides his idea, man. Because God is all acting, he doeth the works, and we bear witness. The all-wise was in control and didn't make any unwise mistakes. God, being all-loving, was expressed in a very harmonious working relationship, which could have been tiring or frustrating. The project went along smoothly with excellent results. And how could it not, with God being in the middle of it? I'm so grateful to be learning to acknowledge God in every aspect of our lives, from the little to the big things, and to hold this truth for the whole world. Thank you again for the readings, for all the testimonies, and the beautiful music tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Ingrid from California, go ahead. Hello. Thank you for the readings and for all the great work you guys do and for sharing with all. I wanted to express my gratitude for all what I have learned in this amazing science of the Christ. Um, some decades ago, I took as my motto in life that great quote, seek first the kingdom of divine love and divine truth, and all the rest will be added to you. And that was every day, every day I will stick to that, and that's what I wanted to live. And it's been such a wonderful thing. I tell my friends it's the best business I have ever made. God indeed has provided for everything. I've been able to help our communities, house and on house, and uh, just to help in the little I can and be provided for everything at the same time. And it's been a wonderful journey. I also took it as Love and compassion had to be first. And I started uh, going the vegetarian way. And more than eight years ago, Divine Love called me to go the plant-based vegan way. And I think as a result of that purification for me, I was raised in, in a ranch with all the best uh, meats and butter and anything you can think of. And so to me, that was a purification of love to stop this lottery and eating pork and killing of animals. And, I, and later on in this experience, with having uh, some challenge with bugs in my place, I decided that I had to go the same way, seek first the kingdom of divine love. And even though uh, all of my love people around said, you just call a fumigator or whatever they call it, and they just take care of that. And I'm like, what do you mean by take care of that? And they said, well, they just came to my house, and the next day there were hundreds of 
of bugs all around dead on the floor and I shoot them and I was done. I'm like, okay, I cannot do that. And of course I was kind of even scolded by that, but I knew what my motto in life uh, I had chosen. And I just knew divine love would take care of that and divine mind knew everything that was going on. I will do my best to have uh, things uh, clean and and I would just take take bugs out if they were on my side of weight and I would take them out to the garden and I will say to people that thought how foolish that was I said well I believe I don't have the right to kill any animal and they can live outside uh, that's not mine well even even our place, we know there's no owner but God. And I just kept on. I just kept on trusting God, that God knew what was going on, that I knew our place needed to be clean and free of any bug. And um, then after that, some little mouse came. And he came one, and then I saw three. And... I just pray very much, trusting God, that whatever was going on, God removes everything that is offensive. And even though those animals didn't offend me, I just knew they were creatures of God and just tried to love them and ended up loving them. But I still didn't want them in. And uh, just was so wonderful. It worked out that the bugs just start just disappearing, just like that. And then the little mouse, very cute, and I was trying not to think this way about him, but uh, God just brought me a cat, which I didn't have any pet. I don't have time for that. I'm too busy outside and don't want to do that. And just grew a cat, and the mouse, I was speaking to the cat, which is foolish to many people, and I said, do not eat the mouse, just Hopefully they will be scared and maybe not come or whatever. Um, anyway, that's what happened. And God just resolved everything so quickly, so quickly. And I didn't have to keep that commandment, thou shalt not kill. And everything was resolved because divine mind knows everything. And we, we let it just govern with love. Even these things that, you know, don't don't seem possible to be a result, but to keep by killing, they are. I'm so grateful for all this, and I'm so grateful for all I have learned with Christian Science. And thank you again for your beautiful, wonderful uh, place for all of us to come and learn more. Shardell. Hello. I <laughs> offer my gratitude tonight for God, our Lord Christ and Mary Baker Eddy. Because of being taught here at this independent church about God and the continued support of my practitioner, I experienced a very nice little healing in my foot not long ago. When a little pain started in my heel, I did not attend to it at first, but the next day I realized that any claim, no matter what, was not from God and I must announce it immediately. It was a suggestion I've learned, and I did not accept it. 
since I am learning about dominion under God, I am growing a little bit in confidence about praying for myself and others. The pain fled, and when it tried to return another time, I understood a treatment cannot be reversed when done in sincere prayer, a prayer done with gratitude, humility, and love. And as my practitioner has taught me, there's no pain in love and no love in pain. I also thought about a line from one of our hymns, which I often say, Take my feet and let them be swift and beautiful for thee. That's from hymn 324. I am very grateful for this healing. Thank you. Thank you. Well, tonight I'd like to give my gratitude for every person who has ever been a member of this church, who, uh, because the services in this church are so full of truth and love that they heal. It's been, uh, it's happened more than once that I have come into a service not feeling well, and I've gone out of the service healed. Um, it used to happen more often than it does now, but, uh, and it used to often happen on uh, like Wednesday afternoons <laughs> or Saturday nights before our services that, uh, that I would come down with some kind of an illness and determined to make it to the service be healed. Um, I remember, well, one Wednesday afternoon, this was a while ago, where I, my, my throat became very sore and I started to lose my voice. And by the time um, came to the service, I, I really couldn't speak very well. But uh, there was a statement in that week's lesson from Science and Health that was very helpful to me. And the statement reads, discords have no support from nature or divine law. And I remember thinking that this soreness in my throat has no support from nature or from divine law. Therefore, it is totally illegitimate and I cannot, cannot stand and I don't have to have it. And I wasn't going to have it. <laughs> well, in that evening, I attended the service. And I could feel the power of God's love as I sat in the service. And as we sang hymns and the readings were very healing, I could feel the soreness dissipate. I could feel my voice come back. I was able to participate in the service. And by the end of the service, I was completely healed and didn't have that problem again for a long, long time. So I'm very grateful to Mary Baker Eddy for giving us this science, which is freely available to every person in the world. And it works. I'm very grateful to be a member of this church 
full of sincere, honest people who genuinely want to know this science and practice it in their lives. And it's, it's just a privilege to be here tonight. Thank you all. Thank you. Mary. Okay, I have a few things to read tonight. Uh, the first from Arizona. I am grateful for the Plainfield Christian Science Church. I believe that this church is the church idea that Mrs. Eddy had in mind in the true Christian science cause. I love hearing the many voices of love coming together for each service. Thank you all. And then this is our church website bulletin board, California. After listening to the Wednesday night readings on the theme, Overcoming Through Gratitude for Our Heritage, I ran across this poem in a 1917 journal article, Be Ye Thankful. The poet was George Herbert, a 17th century clergyman and poet. In the words of a poet, Thou who hast given so much to me, give one thing more, a grateful heart. Not thankful when it pleaseth me, as if thy blessings had spare days, but such a heart whose very plus, whose very pulse shall be thy praise. Thank you for the readings reminding us all of what God has done and continues to do for us and our part in giving to him a grateful heart. Another um, from California. This watch writings are so perfect, I added it to my everyday prayers, the daily treatment in Psalms 23 and 91, and my Lord's Prayer, which I say in the shower every day. Thank you. And then Pennsylvania. One could profit, profitably spend a, quite a bit of time listening to and praying with Sunday's roundtable on love. As I listened most recently, it came to me that Plainfield is a higher sense of truth and love. The service was beautiful, the singing of Mrs. Eddy's hymn, Love, bringing tears. Thank you, thank you all. Forgot to mention I have found more than the usual opportunity and capacity to express divine love in the two days since the round table. Quote, I can of mine own self do nothing, end quote. Jesus. And then New Jersey. The July Love is a Liberator is wonderful. Examples of fear are shown in articles and the healing truth. Be not afraid expressed. Every, situ every situation, not only one kind of problem, is healed. Each section is uplifting and the pictures beautiful. Thank you for this issue. And Illinois. Today's calendar message is, quote, truth comes when it is needed and not because of a personal demand, end quote. Mary Baker Eddy. A wonderful reminder that we are required to trust God's power, presence, guidance, and his outcomes. Turning everything over to God, knowing that he will always bring the right outcome, listening for his voice, and being grateful does result in victory over error. And then an email from Massachusetts. Thank you for those uplifting healing readings for the world. Last night I joined my first Unity Watch. 
The feeling of fellowship and unity was lovely, and afterwards a mental vision came to me of, a, of golden threads emanating from the Plainfield Church and encircling the globe, then the universe. These golden threads represent to me that Christian science is the truth that heals. This vision stayed with me for many hours. I felt God's deep love embracing the world. I thought of the Bible and Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy and how it shows us how to love, how to demonstrate this precious science. I am humbled to be part of these watches. Mere words could never express the gratitude that I feel. And this is from Canada um, upon receiving her acceptance to church membership. Thank you, thank you for accepting me as a member. I'm well aware that, quote, the place whereon I stand is holy ground, end quote, Exodus 3. I greatly appreciate the considerable contribution of service that you all make to our church. With kind regards and love to you all. And then England. I have been considering the article, The Proof of Love, which is on the Plainfield website. What an excellent reminder to be doing what we can to bless. As I was reading it, the song, Only Remembered for What We Have Done, started running through my mind. It is a lovely song, often sung at folk song clubs here, which I believe started as a hymn by Horatius Bonar. Then when I started reading The New Love is the Liberator, I found one verse of it included there too, just before the interesting squibs. I believe I read that it was used in the film War Horse too, although I haven't seen that film. So in case you haven't heard it, I will attach the word and the song and, and also a sung version. Thank you very much for another excellent edition of Love is the Lib- Liberator. I really appreciate all that you and your members do in producing this and so much else. I am so grateful to have found Plainfield, and I will keep on keeping on. I'm so grateful for those readings tonight about the glory of God. I love what was read from Message of 1902, that our Heavenly Father, never destined mortals, who seek for a better country, to wander on the shores of time, disappointed travelers, tossed to and fro by adverse circumstances, inevitably subject to sin, disease, and death. Divine love waits and pleads to save mankind and awaits with warrant and welcome, grace, and glory the earth-weary and heavy-laden who find and point the path to heaven. Um, Here we were taught, and I I know I've mentioned this before, but in Christian science, when you you have a problem, it it is met with divine love, and there's always some growth, some some way ascending heavenward so that we go from glory to glory rather than problem to problem. Without the science, you can feel beaten down and, yes, weary laden, but with the science comes the joy of mastering false beliefs and getting stronger in the Lord. I'm so grateful to have this way of life, something so practical that we can use 
every moment of every day. I'm grateful for dear Mrs. Eddie who gave it to us. I'm so grateful to be here tonight with all of you and have a good night. Thank you. Okay, to close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 72. Glory be to God on high, God whose glory fills the sky. Peace on earth to man is given, man the well-beloved of heaven. Gracious Father, in thy love, send thy blessings from above. Let thy light, thy truth, thy peace, bid all strife and tumult cease. Hymn number 72.